This is Culture Tuesday with Radio Maria. Today we have Father Toby Lees joining us from St. Dominic's Priory in London, which is connected with the Rosary Shrine. Hello, Father Toby. Hello and good morning, everyone. Hello, hello. Uh, today is a special Culture Tuesday because it is part of our Marathon. We only do the Marathon about two times a year, and it's an important part of Radio Maria. It's a part where we let the listeners, our volunteers, really be able to contribute to support to their radio. Radio Maria is a different type of radio. We aren't supported by ads. We aren't supported by commercial companies. We're supported by our listeners and our volunteers. Our volunteers do so many things, Father Toby. They broadcast, they present, they pray, they help stuff envelopes. They are brilliant, brilliant, and they help contribute so much. So in today and this week, we're asking you, our listeners, to support us as well. Perhaps it's through prayer. Perhaps it's contributing some of your treasures, some of your talents, or perhaps a financial donation. If you'd like to contribute, you can find all the ways to do so on our website under the Support Us page. There you can donate. Uh, there's the bank details as well, and also our mailing address if you'd like to send us a, a contribution through the mail. And don't forget gift aid. But now let's get back to let's let's Father Toby. Can you share with us uh, something has happened to you that was oh, in my head? It's a brilliant sun coming and shining on Father Toby, knocking you off your horse or donkey, and saying you need to spread the gospel, Father Toby. <laughs> Could you share with us that? I don't know if it was that experience, but. What it was like and how you knew that you were called to share the gospel. Uh, yeah, well, sort of much at the uh, risk of, of calling you wrong, wrong-headed. Um, that's not, yeah, it's not, not what it was like. And I, I think oh. a, lot of, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of people sort of, um, they sort of conceive of um, like vocation, particularly when, when somebody's done something that, that in their head is um it's sort of very very different from religious life so in my case i was a, a solicitor for seven years um they they think something really dramatic must have happened um a bit like you know St paul's um you know damascene uh moment um although i have interesting things or potentially interesting things to say about was that really a, a conversion in the way that that we that we think or or more the the continuing of a, of a of a journey but basically i was a yeah i i left uni um i studied studied law um and sort of rather drifted into um becoming a lawyer i didn't really have any brighter ideas and seemed like sort of intellectually interesting and and a, and a good salary and um and it was all going really really well and then I went to uh, World Youth Day in Australia, and um, slightly reluctantly, actually, a really good friend of mine sort of persuaded me to go. And it was amazing. Um, Pope Benedict's uh, like homilies and addresses were just out of out of this out of this world. 
and the whole program that I was involved with um, with the Jesuits out there was really, really um, wonderful. And but there was no sort of big moment or anything. But when I when I came back from Sydney, my heart wasn't in the in the job in the same way uh, that it that it was before, and it wasn't a sort of conscious decision. But there was a there was a restlessness in me and an inability to to commit to the to the job in 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 quite the same way that I that I had done before. Um, and so I started uh, thinking about well, what 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 might I do? And the um the the first thing that occurred to me was I thought well I'd I'd quite like to study theology. And I started sort of looking around for where I might study theology and look through the open university, but it wasn't possible to go straight into a theology degree there. I looked at um, the sort of then Heathrop uh, College, now sadly closed, and the, the timings of, of their courses didn't work with me. And then I happened to be in the um, very beautiful church of uh, St. James's Spanish Place, and I picked up a copy of their newsletter and I saw a place called um, Maryvale uh, mentioned. And Maryvale is a sort of Catholic distance learning university based just outside of the centre of, of Birmingham in a, in, a, in a house where at one point um, St. John Henry Newman lived. And um, they offered uh, distance learning courses in uh, philosophy, theology, catechesis, um, and it's a marvellous place. Like, if any listeners are, uh, are thinking about trying to deepen their faith or to learn more about how to share their, their faith with others, I, I can't recommend Maryvale um, highly enough. Seems appropriate on a marathon to be recommending Maryvale. It does, um, it does. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, I saw they had a, a degree in um, theology, but that started in um, sort of September, and they had a degree in uh, philosophy in the Catholic tradition, which started in January, and it was now about December. And uh, I suddenly thought, oh, actually, I don't want to wait another year to start um, theology in, in September. Why not do Why not do philosophy and uh, and start in January? And basically, I started that, and I absolutely loved it. And um, it really engaged the sort of the life of the mind in a in a way that my sort of undergraduate degree um, hadn't. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was it was marvelous. And it was it was there that I I met Dominicans for the first time. There was a, a Dominican sister who who was there a lot from the Dominican sisters of St. Joseph in the New Forest um, called Sister Yassen. And I think she was the first person who I really found out about the Dominican way of um, life from. And she was very joyful, um, very, very bright, and just uh, a great presence to to be around. And then I met a couple of the friars. And it was gradually, as I started to read more about the Dominicans, that I started to think, literally oh my god is this what you want me to to do because in the stuff on the the website particularly a blog that the student brothers in oxford uh run called um god's dogs um 
I sort of started to come across the, the four pillars of Dominican life, which are sort of community, um, prayer, um, study and preaching. And I was trying to do all of these things in my life in some way, like I was studying at, at Maryville. I'd always loved community life. I was at boarding school and I adored that. And, um, you know, I tried to get community in whatever setting I was in, sort of rugby club at Millwall, rugby club I was playing for became important to me. Um, I'd always loved places where people came together under some shared a, a, a allegiance. Um, and uh, and then I wanted to tell people about the the gospel, um, but like on one, one football tour, that we we went on when I was at Cambridge to to Oxford, and we all got nicknames on the 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 backs of our shirts, and the one that was picked for me, uh, rather appropriately given the order that I didn't know I was going to join at the time was preacher. Um, so you know, like people spotted in me uh, an an inkling of what I would do whilst I was at uni, even though I hadn't realised it. And then I was trying to pray more. I'd been introduced on a retreat to the to the divine office to the liturgy of the hours and i'd started trying to do that um personally with sort of varying degrees of success um night prayer much more often said than morning prayer and here these here these things were proposed um in a in a in a unified way of life not in tension with one another but but complementary and necessary to one another and um I just started to think more and more. Uh, I think this is something that I that I need to give a go if I'm to if I'm to move forwards in my life. Then I have to I have to try this. And so there was never um, like a voice from the heavens saying, "You know, Toby, this is what I want you to do." <laughs> it was more just uh, a sense of I, I need I need to try this, and and it, it was sort of daunting to think that because I had a you know lovely girlfriend I had a really nice flat a good set of friends a job that was objectively going going really 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 well um and I, there was probably a bit of me that that wanted to want those things and yet somehow it was the idea of re religious life that that made me sort of more more excited um and i often say to people like when you talk about being certain in in discernment is it how how can i be certain um and uh people who sort of want to keep on praying until they're absolutely certain and i say to them like how how do you how do you think what would being certain look like and, you know how do how did you how do you think this will end like is God literally going to speak to you from the heavens? And then you'll know, otherwise, what would the end of the process look like? And I think in so many things, we get important things in life. We get crippled by this desire for, for certainty. Um, it can be in a relationship with who do, who do I marry? And you absolutely can't be certain that this is the right person, but you can be certain that you're fully committed to... Um, to marriage and all that that entails and that this person has the sorts of qualities that would make a make a good spouse but neither of you can tell what the other person's going to be like in 10 years or what health crises you're going to go through or job crises um we just have to be able to at a certain point to to commit and um so yeah i thought 
eventually I better give the Dominicans a go. And I and I did. And and here here I am. And I'm conscious. There's a very long monologue for, for, <laughs> for radio. So I should probably stop for a bit. <laughs> no, thank you for sharing that, Father Toby. I guess it's a bit like um, going into a game or a match or or you're not going to know for certain you're going to win. You're not going to know who's going to get hurt. You're not going to know what's going to happen. You go in with that determination, that trust in providence that it's going to work out. And what happens is for the betterment of you and for your community. And I tell you what, Father Toby, you have been definitely to the betterment of Radio Maria's uh, community. You have blessed us with your prayers, with your stories, with your thoughts, with your book suggestions and event suggestions. And we're so grateful to you, Father Toby. Oh, well, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank oh. you very much. It's been, been a joy to be um, part of. Um, quite happily give some book suggestions now. Actually, <laughs> I, I started reading just quickly uh, a, a book called Lost in Thought, The um, the Hidden Pleasures of an Intellectual Life um, by Zaina Hitz. Um, and it's an absolutely marvellous uh, book. Recommend it to anybody looking for a a Christmas present for themselves or, or somebody else. Really, really wonderful. I've got a little bit addicted, um, <laughs> even though I only picked it up yesterday. Oh, good, good. Lost in Thoughts by yeah. Zena Hits. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good. All right, listeners. Um, oh, oh, Father Toby, can I, would it be all right? Because we don't often during Culture Tuesday have an opportunity to let our listeners chat with you or ask you questions or suggest books to you. Ho, ho, ho. I'm going to open the phone lines. Let me push the little button. Oh, all set. So, Radio Maria community, this is an opportunity during this marathon to speak to Father Toby, to ask him your questions. Suggest books, who knows? The, phone, the, the flat platform is all yours. The number is 0122233. Six four. I'm going to put on a song, "Send Me Forth" by Stormy and Adrian. Oh, I think it's amped for. Uh, uh, it makes sense with Father Toby's sharing of his testimony of his his becoming the Dominican he is so far now. Uh, but give us a call: zero one two two three seven five five six four.
This is Radio Maria, and that was Send Me Forth by Stormy and Adrian. This is Culture Tuesday. Thank you for joining Father Toby and I today. Uh, We ended before this music break with the book suggestion Lost in Thoughts by Zaina Hitz. Father Toby, you do a lot of reading. But do you do any radio listening any, any or, or music listening? Or is that something that's not part of a preacher's life besides coming on to Radio uh, Maria? <laughs> no, I, um, I, I do listen to sort of quite a lot of uh, music, um, particularly when I'm uh, writing homilies or doing my, my work in the, in, the, in the bursary, generally when I'm sort of yeah, preparing any sort of uh, talk or, or writing and uh and stuff on the on the computer we did talk about one time about chance and that importance of stillness and i have taken that on board father toby i'm slowly getting into it 2022 starting in january they'll be becoming more chance in my morning time but advent and their still hymns and their calming hymns is my little tiptoes into chance and it's been really Really lovely and really helpful, especially during this busy time of year. So there you have that. Do you do you does that help you? Do you listen to your chants as well, or or is that kind of like no? I'll stick to singing that myself. Yeah, sort of stick to singing ourselves. Not not that a recording of it wouldn't be better than what we sing, um, but more to kind of to listen to that as sort of background music would seem a bit weird given that actually it sort of forms the say the the, the, the foreground it's one of the constituent um parts of of my life and so whilst i sort of like the like the chant um i wouldn't want to listen to it in, in anything other than a sort of you know completely intentional um manner but i know a lot of people who find like chant exceptionally relaxing um to to listen to occasionally i will i will go and i'll sort of you know pick out a piece of chant that i that i want to know better um or that i really like and just listen to it in a, in an intentional way but I, I guess i don't ever listen to it as as background um music no no on radio maria we have this we do have chant on the radio and it is performed live most of the time by some of your good friends over in Cambridge Father Dominic, uh, Father Ewan, Father uh, Gregory. There's a new guy there, Father Toby, who has a really low voice. I need to figure out. Do you know who that is? He's got a bass uh, voice. He might be a new I'd, guy. I take a Guess, guess, yeah, that being one of the the the, no, the novices. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe, uh, I think sort of. I think he's now brother brother Reginald. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go 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 with him. Uh, but I might be wrong. <laughs> but we do so. That's one way that Radio Maria helps bring that chant, that prayer, not as background, but full front on the radio. We don't add extra bells and jingles and and fancy frilly diddles underneath it. We let the prayer speak for itself. Not to say, Father Toby... I'm not saying there's an... 
Oh, go on. Sorry, I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not going to say, like, that any listening to chant, it always has to be, you know, really intentional, just in the context of, of, of my life. Um, it would seem strange to then just have chant on in the background, given that it's the constituent, that one of the biggest constituent elements of, of, our, of, our, of our prayer life. But better to, to listen to some chant in the, in, in the car than to listen to, you know, no chant whatsoever. There you go. We do. That's not to say, Father Toby, that we don't have some some more. Uh, not, we've got also some music with frillies, <laughs> with thorns. We've got a good set of al- uh, albums with organ music uh, performed by Daniel Justin, who's the head of music in uh, the Cathedral of St. John the Baptist. And it's that kind of music as well that's available in the car uh, while you're in the garden, while you're having a cup of tea. That helps a lot of our listeners have a lovely time. Is that true, listeners? Is that true? Is the music helpful? We even, Father Toby, I don't know if you know this, we even have a gospel hour (laughs) that contains country music and gospel music. Are you a fan of country, Father Toby? Yeah, I love country and I love uh, gospel. I actually sang in a a gospel choir in Cambridge. No, I don't believe it. Really? Yeah, when I was a student, when I was a student, I joined a Revelation Rock Gospel Choir. <laughs> oh, I love it! What which a dick. was which was super fun. Apart from apart from the fact that um, in uh, not very good at singing and clicking at the same time, so that made me look a little bit stupid during some of the songs. Oh no! Um, or like somebody who was concentrating incredibly hard on clicking, which doesn't seem like an activity that should require enormous concentration. Oh, I've got a phone call, Father Toby, for you. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, hello. Uh, you're on Radio Maria. Can I get your name and where you're from? Oh, hi, Father Toby. Hello. Oh, it's Lucia <laughs> from Cambridge. It's Lucia. <laughs> hi. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. And yourself? He's oh, sorry. I... I... <laughs> I didn't quite. I, I was just wondering. I'm sorry, Father Toby. I missed um, the beginning part of your um, your your show this morning, uh, you guys, because I was just doing the school run. But um, Father Toby, I love your book suggestions. I love listening to you every week. I've learned so much from you. So thank you very much. I was wondering um, the book book suggestion that that you had just a few moments ago. Would that be a good book for? Um, uh, for a teenage boy who's coming back from university, who's kind of sort of discovering himself, looking for a book uh, for a Christmas present. Uh, he's studying English literature. What do you think? Is it a good book for me to to buy for him? Uh, yeah, I think I, th- I, th- I think I think it would be um, probably. Yeah, because it's it's all about sort of opening up the the life the life of the the life of the mind, and what is the what is the the purpose of study, and trying to encourage an idea that there's a, a purpose of the the intellectual life the 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 interior life that that goes beyond um beyond grades and that the the intellectual life is a, is an end in and of itself. Um, and that in a certain sense, the intellectual life has been made too much the exclusive preserve of, of academics and a professional class. And it's something that we all ought to be engaged in. And she uses, uh, draws 
draws upon a, a really wide range of 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 sources so she's just been um been looking at um malcolm malcolm x and uh and his and his conversion whilst in 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 jail and so i think uh, particularly for somebody who's not explicitly catholic or not sure of their catholic identity at the moment um the author in fact is like she's a catholic convert and she's quite explicit about it at the start but she draws from an incredibly wide range of sources which i think gives her a, a real plausibility to those who may not be as committed um or just welcomed sort of alternative uh viewpoints and i'm i'm interested she in the second half of the book i think she goes into a deep engagement with um elena ferrante's um neapolitan uh series of of novels so i think for somebody who's interested in english literature this is very good the other the other one for an english literature um student which i've been loving at the moment is called um on reading well by a lady called uh karen swallow prior and uh or is it karen prior swallow i can't completely remember it's uh it's karen swallow prior and she's she's got a fantastic book it's all about the the virtues and she takes various um novels and looks at how one particular virtue is uh, is is sort of expounded upon in them and it's a magnificent uh book really really good and she's got a also an a sort of a, an intellectual biography of her sort of reading of books which is called booked literature in the in the soul of me and again it's a really really wonderful book so those would be my three sort of English literature recommendations. Oh, I am so grateful. Thank you so much for those suggestions. Thank you. They do actually sound perfect for for this particular person. Thank you so much. Oh, you got to go get shopping, Lucia. <laughs> uh, Lucia. I do. So, Lucia, just to have our listeners just double check that. So, you do you you listen to Radio Maria on the school run? Is that right? I do, I do. Yes. Do the kids That's listen to? That's why I too? sometimes just catch you so in and out of the car. So sometimes I miss a bit of this and a bit of that. But you know, the good thing is if you know, I can always go back to to most things on podcast or whatever. But yes, I listen in the car. It's also in my kitchen, um, and uh, and I use the the chant sort of the Dominican chant. Um, when the Dominicans come on, it's like, that's the cue, right, guys? Time to calm down. <laughs> Time to get upstairs to bed. <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful. Dominicans, send, Dominicans sending you to sleep, not just with their preaching, but also their singing. That's good. <laughs> uh, don't tell Father Dominic. <laughs> Father Dominic. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. I mean it in the nicest way, of course. Of course. Thank you. Thank you, Lucia. Have a good day. God bless. Thank you. God bless you. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. God bless. Oh, Lucia. We also have a message for you, Father Toby. Uh, Someone has texted us. Oh, no, it's John from Japan. He's one of our listeners in Japan. He's texted in. There is uh, a famous quote from David Bowie, and he said, there is speculation that man cannot live without music. 
So there is some other deep quotes. <laughs> We've gone from one end to the other with David Bowie's Man Cannot Live Without Music. I know I can't. And it's it's a, one of the many blessings that Radio Maria can provide through listening in the car, in your garden, on your run. But besides that, like Father Toby said, it can also bring stillness and a moment of bringing chant or prayer to the forefront as well. Father Toby, we've run out yeah. of time. It's Zoom by today. I was just going to say very quick, I love that quote. And something I was reading the other day, I can't remember where now, suggested that um, language might have originated in music. So it was our, our need to express ourselves in song rather than, than talking that, that language might have come first in, in, our, in our musical expression. Um, so I really love that quote. And I'm a big Bowie fan as well. So. Yeah, I think you're absolutely correct. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Father Toby, could you give us a, a blessing before we send you off on your way? Yeah, sure. Um, so on this uh, feast day of, of St. Ambrose, we ask for his intercession. We we ask that um, through the, the work of, of Radio Maria, we we might become like St. Ambrose, that in our, in our proclamation of the, the word, we might open the, the, the ears and the eyes of uh, future of St. Augustine's to the, the goodness of the gospel. And we ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless, Father Toby. Have a lovely day. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs>